0: You're listening to the Live, Love, Engage podcast. On today's show, understanding human design and how it applies to your life and business. Stay tuned. I am Gloria Grace Rand, founder of The Love Method and author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Live, Love, Engage. How to Stop Doubting Yourself and Start Being Yourself. In this podcast, we share practical advice from a spiritual perspective on how to live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically so you can create a life and business with more impact, influence, and income. Welcome to Live, Love, Engage. Namaste. I am delighted to be with you again for another edition of Live, Love, Engage. And uh, joining me on the show today is a lovely young woman who is going to talk to us all about human design. And her name is Bree Kurek. So welcome to Live, Love, Engage, Bree. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I'm really Excited about having you on because uh, I I know a little bit about human design from years ago, but I'm going to let me share with our audience those who are listening and those watching on YouTube uh, why I have her you on today. So she is a uh, five one splenic projector, which she'll explain later. Um, podcaster, mm-hmm. certified human design, and Gene Keys business coach, a certified online business manager, and beach lover. Me too. Um, With over (laughs) 15 years of marketing experience, distilling all of the online business best practices and trends into clearly articulated strategies for clients of all sizes and industries. And Brie has realized her passion of examining the deeper purpose behind different tactics to help you find the most aligned way to build your business by tapping into your own intuition, which is something I absolutely recommend as well, because I think that's the best way for us to be able to, number one, just interact in life, but absolutely, it definitely helps us with our business. So I wanted to start off today in asking you what got you interested in human design, and then maybe also explain a little bit about what that is as well for those who are listening and are like, huh, what is is that? What what is she talking about?
1: (laughs) Totally, absolutely. So what got me down this path. So, you know, I have a very, I would say somewhat typical story of just growing up. I was very much the rule follower where, you know, got good grades, did all the things like went to a good college, got a good, you know, went into marketing, you know, after, you know, kind of just followed a traditional career path and worked my way up the the ladder. And at one point I realized I had gotten what was the the job of my dreams. That was literally a job that I, uh, the exact company and the exact role I had had on my vision board five years earlier, like somehow manifested it. And when I, I had that realization and within, and a couple months into that job, I was so miserable. I was coming home crying every day and just was like, really, I mean, it was very, very stressful. I was working in um, like a digital marketing agency. So advertising is like a very stressful situation. And it just wasn't what I was really passionate about. Um, and so I kind of, you know, like had that typical, like, what am I doing? What, like, if what I thought I wanted is absolutely not what I wanted, what do I actually want? Like I had that thought process going on. <laughs> At the same time I've always been I've I'm just a student of life like love learning things I used to be known as like the trivia queen. My, some of my friends still call me. I'm someone who just loves to learn and loves to learn about a lot of things. So things like personality tests and things like that always captured my attention. Um, but I also always took them with a grain of salt, like the ones where you're at answering questions about yourself. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can gain the system so I can get right. the answer that I want. <laughs> but what I really love, so, you know, astrology kind of piqued my interest where I was like oh you can't game the system it just tells you what you are you know essentially and with that I remember listening to a podcast you know on my way commuting to this job in Chicago and heard someone talking about human design and I was like oh this is interesting um and because you know it does the astrology is a big piece of it and You know just hearing them describe hearing this person describe what it was and what it does all of this stuff and i just kind of had this intuitive hit which you know i know i'll explain this in a second but that was my splenic authority saying like ding ding like this you know this is you i was like i knew that i was a projector before i even looked up my own chart and I felt just very, it was very interesting. I just felt seen, I felt very known. And then of course, being the student of life that I am, I went to Google and like looked up a bunch of stuff and that just kickstarted my whole journey with things. And I, um, you know, for a very long time was kind of just studying human design on my own and kind of like being the thing, beautiful thing about human design, which I'll get more into in a second, but it's, it's also called the science of differentiation. And so the whole purpose of it is to approach things like it gives you guidance but ultimately you approach things as an experiment and like well okay this is interesting does this work for me like it gives you guidance and you get to play with things and see what works for you um it kind of gives you that framework and so i was kind of doing that in my own little bubble you know like within my own life and wasn't really talking to a lot of people about it except maybe some online friends (laughs) that that, you know i could that i found and then at the same time was kind of going through this like career trajectory um where i i ended up leaving that job and then start got into online business management so took all of those marketing and operation skills that i had gathered for a while and started doing online business consulting and online business management and then in 2020 kind of just was like wait, why am I doing these two things in a silo and started actually, you know, taking the clients that I had through online business management and started talking more publicly and helping them use human design and integrate that with their business. And then things kind of went from there Mm. Um, in terms of what human design is. So human design, like I kind of alluded to, it is called the science of differentiation. It is a combination. It's a system of a bunch of tools that we all might be familiar with, like astrology, the Kabbalah tree of life, the Indian chakra system, and what's the one I'm, oh, Chinese I Ching. I'm like, which one am I missing? Did I list four? Yeah, that's four. (laughs) Western (laughs) history. Yeah, I was like, I got all four. I don't want to miss them because I want to also be mindful of like, these are pulling from different cultures and I want to make sure to give credit to the the ancestry and the lineage of those the ancient sciences as well. But it also pulls in some modern sciences like neuroscience and quantum mechanics and biochemistry. So it's like just for a science nerd like me, it just was amazing to just there's so many layers to it. But ultimately... um, What it it tells you, it basically, when you look up this, this chart for yourself, it is a blueprint of the energy, your like energetic blueprint. It tells you things like what your strengths are. It tells you where potential shadows are like places you can do shadow work. It tells you how your aura and your energy like can interact with other people so that you can be more aware of like, how to approach conversations and relationships. And um, and it just gives you, it kind of gives you guideposts. So one of the big things, like if you're just getting started, it does tell you like, it gives you, what do you call it? Guideposts for maybe what feels like it's in alignment or how to know when you're feeling out of alignment. And then it gives you a system to kind of work through that so that you can, you know, it's like, it's like personal development, like guidelines so that you can kind of see that and make corrections and adjustments along this journey that we're all on um, that are more unique to you. And of course, like I said earlier, it's the science of differentiation. It's an experiment. So it kind of is, it's just a system to play in and see, you know, feel out, and experiment with what works for you, what doesn't work for you. You know what shadows pop up in these situations and things like that. So there's a lot to be done. I'm barely brushing the surface, <laughs> but there. The, the good thing about it is that it is. There's very many. There's layers and layers deep. I've been studying it now for. Oh gosh, 6 years. I'm coming up on 6 years of like studying it pretty deeply and there's still more things for me to learn all the time. But at the same time, there's definitely things like areas you can just start with and they give you like a running head start without getting too in the weeds as well. So that's what I like about it is that it's easy to kind of poke your head in and just test it out, but if you do want to go deep, there's plenty
0: to learn. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is very helpful to me because it's it's I like the fact that it that it does. It comes from different cultures, but I also am a geek too. I mean, I love like learning about the brain, and I love you know delving into like quantum mechanics and things like that. So now you're making me want to like I need to start doing some more research <laughs> and start looking it up because that's like ticks all of my boxes <laughs> of things that I'm interested <laughs> in. So that's really cool. Um, If if someone you know wants to start looking into this, what would be what would you say would be maybe the first step for them to do?
1: Yeah. So the very first step is to just look up your chart and there's a couple sites that do it for free. So you don't, or maybe you put in an email address, but um, I can give you the links. It's like my human design. There's one on Jovian archive. I can give you links that you could put in the show notes where it's just free, like easy to do. But once you know that, so there, you'll get a whole thing. You'll get a chart that looks like a human. You'll get a whole bunch of details like all over it. And the, the things that I always tell um, people to start with. So the very first thing is actually to start with what's called your authority. And in human design, your authority is super important because it is your, call it your uh, like aligned decision-making. Like it helps you navigate decisions. And so there's seven different types of authority and I'm not gonna get in, into all of them, but essentially it says like, what is the way for you to make decisions that are aligned for yourself? There's things like using essentially your emotions, there's things like using your gut instinct, there's things like what I have is called splenic authority. So that's like an intuitive knowing that comes in really quick and makes no sense. But there's, there's seven different types of those. And so understanding just like tapping into, okay, how do I know this is an aligned decision for me or not? Like, that's always a great starting point, because it that just knowing how to make those decisions in a way that is aligned is always a good starting point. And then from there. um, So The most like the highest level to start out with human design is there's actually five different types. There's manifestors, manifesting generators, generators, projectors, and reflectors. And each of those types has basically like its purpose in society. Um, So for example, I'll just run through these like very quick, but so like a generator is the builder of the collective a manifesting generator is kind of an inno- is more of the innovator um the manifester is a visionary a projector that's what I am and you're the manifesting generator you're the innovator mm-hmm. um I'm a projector so I'm more of like the integrator or the guide and then reflectors are like predict they're like an oracle for the collective and there's a lot more detail but basically for each of these types you know there's it you have a specific aura so there's guidance there's called co- what's called your strategy um, so as a manifesting generator, uh, your yours is to wait to respond. As a projector, mine is to wait for an invitation. But then there's also what is called your signature and your not self. And your signature is like your sign, your guidepost that you're in alignment. And your not self is your sign that makes something out of alignment. So I recommend the first three that I recommend starting with are just the authority, what we talked about, that decision making, and then just getting in touch with that signature and that not self for your type that is like, yay, I'm on the right path, or nope, something needs to change. (laughs) And and then from there, the next thing would be to look at your strategy for your type. So, wait to respond, or um, for like manifestors, it's to inform and initiate. And um, I'm going through these things really quick because I know we have limited time, but if this is something that is, Like appealing to you, googling and like looking up your chart and maybe finding these four things and just like putting in Google, you know, manifestor strategy to inform and initiate. You can learn a little bit more about it. I just know we don't have time here. There's just by googling you can get quite a bit about this just to get started for sure. Mm -hmm. So
0: yeah. So well, tell me a little bit more about so what because you said now that you've been studying this for for like six years. So beyond going to Google. Who else do you like study with, like a type of coach or something? Is there are there places that actually like teach this in detail?
1: Mm -hmm. So my first, I'll take you through my process, and everyone's kind of different, right? My process first was Google, and when I hit the max on Google, or like then I went, I bought basically every book there is out there. So just on Amazon, was like okay, human design, and you know there's many many books, but there's like probably three or four or five, like there's an actual textbook written by the guy that downloaded Ra Uruhu and um, one of his students like wrote an actual textbook. So that one's very dense, but very inclusive of everything. Um, And then, so I bought a lot of books and then about, when was this? 20. I finally decided I, so I did go through a certification program where there was coaching in 2021. It was through Eden Carpenter, she is also very like, in-depth in the details, which uh, resonates with me a lot. Um, and so I went through a year-long certification where it was not just human design. We actually talked about gene keys, too. And gene keys and human design are very related. Um, and so went through that with her. And I still work with her um, here and there on things in terms of getting coached or just you know, everyone needs a a coach for things, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so I still work with her and I do have like kind of a, um, like a, I call it a mastermind type community, like not an official Mm -hmm. mastermind, but just some friends that maybe that went through this training also that we kind of just like bounce ideas and, um, ask for feedback on for these things. So, um, there's, I mean, there's lots of different, you know, beyond just what's free on Google, there's lots of different courses and programs and things like that, but, um, it, and the fun thing about human design is it's a science and an art. So I think for anyone that's looking to explore more about it, um, finding someone that you resonate with um, and finding, so, you know, it's like finding where it's more of the looking at the growth rather than Well, actually what I feel really compelled to say right now is in some of the original literature of human design, some of the things can be taken negatively or you might like or if you're just learning about it, you might be like, oh. I really wanted to be this type, but I'm this type. And you might feel really bad about it. And yeah. because some of the language out there and especially some of the original language is kind of negative or paints things in a bad light. Hmm. And at least my approach and many of the people that I work with is that you are uniquely designed and you are perfectly designed. And so everything was intentional. Like it's not like you were just given this like garbage design right. or type or anything. And so, yeah. Um, so everything that you're looking at, like it is everything you have is a gift. And yes, that include those gifts include some shadows that you need to work through, but everything mm-hmm. is a gift. And so if you are just like looking or on Instagram or Googling things, like try to find someone who has that approach to it rather than saying, oh, you have this, that's bad, you know, or whatever way of saying it. So
0: absolutely. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you saying that because it, yeah, it does. We need to be able to. Appreciate that. Yeah, I do believe we we are all created in a perfect with with perfectly (laughs) perfectly imperfect at times. So so it's okay to be able to acknowledge that um, there are different aspects of us, as you say, the shadows and things like that. So, um, but yeah, I, I like your way of looking at it of being able to look at the more optimistic versions and to be able to see, yeah, these are some areas that you need to work on, but it's not all. None all negative So talk to us a little bit about now working with a client. So let's say, you know, how does this then apply to someone to be able to help them with, uh, you know, either their personal life or their business? How, mm-hmm. how does that, knowing their human design, how does that help? And, and, and yeah. or how do you help clients in that?
1: <laughs> Most of the time when I work with, so a lot of the clients that I So as you can gather from everything I've said, it's a very personal (laughs) thing, right? And so it depends on the context with which I work in clients. So I work with clients. So I kind of have, I'll say two different types of clients that I work with. I have the longer term like business management clients. And so I have their chart. And just like astrology, there's things like transits that come into play and like change mm-hmm. things. And so usually when I'm working with them, you know, it's like what's going on in your business? How might the transits impact that? Or how might, you know, for me, some, especially as a reject projector, I'm looking at seeing like seeing patterns or things that come up that maybe people don't recognize in themselves. Mm-hmm. So if something's really, they're like, oh, with this. You know, this feels really frustrating right now. I'm like, oh, frustration. Like, you know, that means something's out of alignment for you know, you as a generator or manifesting generator. So let's dig into that a little bit. So kind of just like knowing their design. And I always like we will have it pulled up and then so I'm kind of like guiding them through okay well then what can we do instead that feels better and just kind of like guiding those business decisions knowing what their design is or saying hey right now in the transits this is going to be just a frustrating time in general so maybe let's not make any big decisions let's kind of just you know um, and so guiding them in that way so that's like kind of one piece of what I do is like more longer term kind of just like integration I would call it the other side of that I as I work with um business owners, entrepreneurs, who are um, really, because my background is a lot in marketing. So I have um, a program and I do one-on-one work with people who are looking to really, so the cool thing, so human design is kind of like, it's an operating manual, but when you also add in gene keys, which is similar, um, you get a lot, like there's a lot of like storytelling. And so I've used that, like what is in their design and their gene keys to help them come up with their brand strategy and their marketing strategy and to integrate that like uniqueness of their design into their brand so that they can stand out in a, in a crowd, you know, because that's ultimately what will get you. So it's like, and it's doing it in a way that is authentic to their own energy, working with their own energy, instead of just saying like, okay, what differentiates me? Like the very traditional or like logical mm-hmm. kind of like marketing, like, yes, I do that. And I have that background in that, but I also infuse more of that energetic element to things so that it feels more exciting. Like, it's like the process is more exciting and also the result is more unique and authentic to them as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can appreciate that. And because and, it is so important to be able to stand out and it's, it's just crowded marketplace and gets crowded more crowded every day so to be able to do that and and have it in a way that does feel in alignment with you is so important because i i know when i work with clients as well if, if you're if you're not being true to you and if you're maybe just trying to sound like somebody else the people that you're trying to attract they're going to they're going to see that anyway and you're not going to be able to attract them so i like that you're able to do that is there uh any particular um, challenge that you've run into when you've been trying to help clients with this? Um, I,
1: there's a couple things that come to mind. I get like mm-hmm. some of the biggest challenges, I think, are, well, with anyone who's getting to know their human design and then specifically, like trying to incorporate that into their business, is I think a lot of people learn a lot about their human design. But then the key piece is actually like, integrating it and embodying it and so some of the biggest challenges especially when it comes to running a business are like people know oh this they i know this about my design i know this but then i'm also told that in order to have a successful marketing campaign i need to do x y and z but man that feels awful and mm-hmm. so it it's kind of like that that roadblock of like knowing what might work or having an idea of what is best for someone and what is intuitively right for someone and then hearing the noise of like, oh, this is a marketing best practice or a business best practice. And so it's like, I think a lot of what I do is help kind of tease out that being able to create like intuition led marketing strategy, like through human, actually a big reason that I love human design and Gene Keys is it, it just helps you get in touch with your intuition. Ultimately, if I were to say in one sentence, what it is, is it helps you tap into your intuition more and more and trust yourself to make decisions using your intuition more and more. So it's, I think that's a big thing that kind of stalls people is like, okay, I know all these things about my design, but like, what does that mean in a business or personal context? And like, what does that actually look like?
0: Yeah. I, I, I can, I definitely can see that that is, can be a challenge for, for clients. And because it is, we, there is so much noise out there and it's so hard to differentiate. Um, I mean I've been going through something myself and just was realizing that I was getting also caught up in the oh it's not happening it's not happening as fast and and then it was like okay I had to let that go and just like just get back to just talking about what it is that I like and and what's important and not worry about it so um is there someone who's, who maybe wants to do this type of work? Can they, or let's say they've learned about themselves and, and and even taking aside the, you know, saying, oh, the marketing needs to be this way, but they want to be able to follow their intuition. Is there any way still though, if they were to follow their intuition, let's say that they could get it wrong?
1: Well, here's my approach to mar- like this is kind of the fine line that I feel like I'm always treading as someone who has 15 years of actual like marketing experience and someone who, you know, and then also someone who believes in intuition and following your intuition. And I think where people feel like they get it wrong is when things don't happen as fast as they expect them to, or they underappreciate the learning, like they see the failures and underappreciate the learnings. Because I think, and this is challenging, and I'm saying this from a place of I've absolutely experienced this. I experience this all the time. Um, I I am by no means immune to any of this, but I think <laughs> is like when you're, th- you know, I always think, okay, take a step back. Like, what is the long-term view? Are you creating something that is your legacy? That is something that you want to do for years or decades, or are you creating something that's just successful tomorrow? And even though, you know, this might not have been as success, you know, you might not have seen the result that you were expecting, but you learned something that is going to help you long-term. Because for those of us here that are listening and myself and you included, we're not just start, like, we're not starting a business to build ourselves another job. Like we want it to be something we love where we're helping people. And so I, I personally believe there's no way you can go wrong if you're following your intuition and doing what you love and helping others in the best way you, that you can using the gifts that you have. And so sometimes that means in the short term, something might not turn out the way you expected. But if you take the step back and take the learnings from it, try to do things better, there's no And knowing that that expectation is the long term success and fulfillment, I don't think there's any way you can go wrong.
0: Yeah, that's and that's sort of where I was coming to today, <laughs> realizing <laughs> that for myself. Exactly. So like, yeah, just, you know, yeah. Even if this doesn't happen, it's, you know, in the timing that I wanted, I know it's still, I'm still learning a lot and have, and, and have already learned a lot of lessons in what I've been doing. So, so I'm trusting that it's all good and it's all happening. Yeah.
1: So And let me, let me say for the second or third or fifth time, like yeah. it's not always easy to just <laughs> admit that. <laughs> In fact, it's probably never easy. And so that's why I always recommend like whether it's related. I mean, it doesn't have to be related to any sort of human design or any of that, but having like a, a mini mastermind of friends that just can kind of like help bring, you know, when you're feeling down and it doesn't have to be a formal mastermind that you like invest in, just like having a group of friends or business friends who can help bring you up when you feel down or help like recenter that perspective for you is always super helpful because it is a long game so yeah. another thing that i do teach especially from like the marketing and the content output side of marketing is like okay what's actually sustainable like yes you hear you need to post every day on instagram or you need to do x y and z but it's like if your goal is the long game, like what can you sustainably do for the long game? Because if you just do a bunch of things that you should do and then you burn out, there's no way you're going to be able to continue for as long as you want or have the success that you want. So that's kind of a, you know, it's like there's the spiritual and the, the, like the passion and the enthusiasm side of things. And then there's the practical side of things with that too, with that long, having that long view.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, this, this is actually the second incarnation of this podcast because the first time around when I did it in 2015, it was all about online marketing, but I was told that, um, you know, the best way to be successful is to, you know, if you can do a podcast every day, you know, or at least five days a week, you know, then you'll grow it. And so that's what I did for about nine months. And, um, and just burnt out on it. And I mean, eventually, because especially at the beginning, I was just doing all the episodes. And then I started getting smart and started interviewing people, but it was still every day, you know, five days a week. And it was like, oh my gosh. Now I should have paid more closer attention to the person I was uh, mentoring with because he would do like 10 minute episodes. I think I was doing like, you know, 20 minutes or, you know, sometimes longer. And so probably if I just done 10 minutes, it might've been easier, but Oh, well, live and learn. It all worked out. It was good experience. And so when I decided to redo, you know, kind of bring the podcast back, this idea, I'm like, okay, I'm going to commit to once a week for now. I'm going to do mm-hmm. interviews for now. And then I'll start adding my own episodes in because <laughs> it was like, I'm not going to go down that road again. So thank you for totally. sharing that. Yeah, of course. I
1: I can relate in many ways. Um, I mean, I have a podcast. I knew this is me, like after learning, doing the Instagram, like all the other things. And I was like, okay, like what can I actually commit to? And yes, maybe it's a slight challenge, but it's like not so much where, gosh, you saying five podcasts a week, like- for anyone watching the YouTube, I'm like my eyes just like bugged out when you said that. I was like, "Whoa, what a commitment!"
0: Uh, I know, I know. Yeah, and I was editing them all myself as well. So, oh so now goodness. I even have an editor. So I've got smart finally. <laughs> um, all right, I've got a cat here who he wants to be in the podcast oh, today. I, guess awesome. I love cats. My, my Siamese is usually he's taking a nap, but he woke up. So there we go. Um, <laughs> All right. We, we're, we're, nearing the end here, but I do, I, I like asking this question of my guests and um, cause, cause it's interesting to, to get the answers that come out. So what are you curious about right now? Oh, my everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would say like
1: uh, to kind of just from a, what am I contemplating right now? One of the things that I'm spending a lot of time thinking about, like in my business is, so like I said, I come from a heavy marketing background and specifically I was in marketing data and analytics for quite a while. So I have a very logical brain, logical background. So what I'm really curious and what I'm kind of like formulating in my mind is how can I take things like that, that are logical, but like, how does the spiritual come into things like that? Like, how do you, because I know, and I have some ideas to this, but it's like, think, because numbers and things like that are important in business. And I don't think you can deny that, but I also don't think it has to be the same that we hear or that, you know, um, and so that's kind of what I'm curious is like how to follow that thread through how to have a more like, not just spiritual approach, but a more like just more creative approach to data and numbers and feedback in general. Um, so that like, playing with that is what I'm really curious about right now. And um, I'm think I'm getting close to getting ready to sharing my like theory, I guess, call it a theory or, or experiment on that. But um, it's definitely kept me interested in just like pondering for quite a while recently.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah. Cause I, I, I've sort of went through a similar thing. Cause I have been, my business for years was SEO copywriting. And then I started feeling this pull to be more, get involved in more spiritual. And I, and I kept trying to figure out how do I combine the two and, um, I sort of landing on, on a way to do it now, but, uh, but, but yeah, I, I can understand how you have been, um, You know, trying to trying to integrate. So so it'll be curious to see what you come up with and how and what you finally reveal to the world. So
1: SEO is another one that I kind of put in that bucket as well because there's a very established science like with analytics data SEO. There's there's a pretty. I mean, I know the algorithm always changes, but there's pretty much a science to how to do that well. And so the thing that I love contemplating in general is like how do you infuse some of the magical into the science and, right. and do that in a way that's more seamless. So you're not just thinking with your brain on what, you know, one half yeah. of your brain or the other, how it's more of like an integrated process. So yeah. I love that you mentioned SEO. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's another one that's on my list to think <laughs> about because it is one of those things where it's like, yep. Copy paste this science or this process. And right. while that's cool and all, it's like not that exciting because I do work with a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs who won't even touch analytics they won't touch seo (laughs) like they're like heck no that is way too logical for me i'm not a numbers person and so my goal is to introduce it in a way that is applicable and a little bit more fun and spirited like exciting to people no matter what stage or level you're at and what you're interested in
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's why I liked SEO copywriting because it was like, I like, I like, I like research too. So I loved finding the keywords, but then I like to be able to be creative and writing the copy in a way that actually makes people want to take action. And so that was, that was my fun thing. And, and and I still enjoy (laughs) doing that. So I, I, even as I'm doing coaching, but I also still, still like to do the writing. Yeah. So. Um. Oh my gosh. We have we've covered a lot, and yet I know <laughs> scratched the surface at the same time. <laughs> um, so if someone out there is like really intrigued and would love to know more about you and 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 human design, what is the best place? How can people contact you?
1: Yeah, so I also have a podcast where I talk about just all things. There's always some sort of human design and gene keys, but I also talk about just business, entrepreneurship, marketing, strategy things like that. It's the Frequency and Flow podcast. You can find it anywhere. Um and I also have um on my website, I have a free workshop series that is great for people who are just wanting to kind of get started or understand human, des- like how to align your business and human design. And even if you're new to human design, I do take you through like very quickly how to look up, I have a resource, like how to look up your chart and things like that. It's called the workshop series is called human design, marketing strategy, and business alignment. It's just a couple different like workshop videos and a worksheet and things like that. And you can find that just any link wherever on my website or, um, Brie slash hello
0: too. All right. Excellent. Well, I will have all of that information in the show notes so people can check that out. And uh, this has been a delight, and and you've really, I really appreciate you enlightening me on, on human design personally. And so, like I said, I, I'm going to do some more research on this now because I'm definitely more curious about going a little bit more into it. And so I appreciate that. So thank you so much for being with us today. Really, um, I'm glad that you were able to spend some time with us today. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. This has been such a fun conversation and you asked some great questions. So I really appreciate
0: that too. (laughs) My pleasure. And I also want to thank all of you for watching and for listening. And I uh, just always ask that if you're getting value out of this, if you can share it with a friend and and definitely, uh, you know, either make sure that you're subscribed on your favorite podcast platform, or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Gloria Grace Rand. And until next time, as always, I encourage you to go out and live fully, love deeply and engage authentically. Did you know that a majority of entrepreneurs tend to discount the importance of their work? And a good number feel their success is simply due to luck. I know from personal experience that self-doubt can keep you from having the kind of life and business you desire. That's why I've created a free guide called Uniquely You, How to Move from Self-Doubt to Self-Love in Four Simple Steps. To claim your free guide, go to liveloveengage.gift. That's liveloveengage.gift.